gentlemen of the International Secret Police. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. you know, Clint Barlow, ace operator of the International Secret Police, his nephew, Speed Gibson, and Barney Dunlap, his right-hand man, are flying to Hong Kong on the China Clipper to track down the notorious criminal, the Octopus. Speed is the youngest member of the Secret Police and so far has certainly lived up to his oath to stamp out crime, for he has been directly responsible for the arrest of three of the Octopus aides, his last prisoner being Splinters, the renegade aviator in the criminal's pay, who flew to Wake Island in an attempt to kidnap Speed. However, Speed suspected him and knocked the man out. Clint, realizing that their disguises have not fooled their enemy, now throws all pretense aside, commandeers the bullet plane, leaving Barney to guard it, and takes Splinters to their hotel room for questioning. Just as the aviator is about to reveal the octopus headquarters, a window glass is shattered, and Speed and Clint leap to the window, but all is inky blackness outside. Can you see anything, Clint? No, not a thing, Speed. Be careful now. Don't cut yourself on that glass. What broke the window, anyhow? A bullet? I don't think so, no. Look here on the floor. A rock with a paper tied to it. Another octopus gesture, I imagine. Splinters. Clint, he's gone. He was sitting right in that chair, and now he's gone. Oh, what a chump I was to have been fooled by that window trick. Hey, quick, open the door. We may still be in time to save him. Not a sign of him anywhere, Clint. The hall's deserted. Uh, well... The octopus outsmarted us that time. But Splinters couldn't just disappear in thin air, Clint. That's just what he's done, Speed. And whoever got him did it quickly and quietly. Must have come in the door while we were looking out the window. Grabbed Splinters before he could let us know what was happening and get him out without a sound. But it all happened in less than a minute. Yeah, that's the way the octopus works. We'll never see Splinters again, Speed. He'll make sure he'll never get another chance to tell what he knows. Poor guy. In spite of what he was and what he tried to do to me... I feel kind of sorry for him. So do I. He was probably a victim of environment. Had the wrong start in life. Fell in with the wrong sort of company. Oh, if kids could only see in time where such a road leads. If they just realized the true meaning of the saying, crime does not pay. Yeah. Say, let's see what that paper tied to the rock says. Oh, I've forgotten all about that for the moment. Uh, you untie it, Speed. Okay. Clint, it's from the octopus, all right. Look, that mark of his. An ugly, sprawling octopus. Yeah, what does it say? It says, I can end your careers as easily as I have silent splinters forever. That's all. Oh, he's bluffing. If he could have ended our careers so easily, he would have done so. But he doesn't trust the job to his agent, whoever he is. Clint, if he could take splinters away right under our noses, what about Barney down at the plane? There were two of us here just now. And they get away with splinters. You're right, Speed. Come on, let's get down to that plane.
Fletcher. Miss Winfield? Yes. Do you mind if Jean and I visit with you for a few minutes? I should say not. But it's kind of late for you to be out, isn't it? Yes, but we couldn't even think of sleeping after all that excitement. The typhoon and speed almost being kidnapped. And you all arresting that man who flew this plane? Yeah, can't blame you for not being able to sleep after all that, Jean. So you're really not Mr. Fletcher at all? No, that was just a disguise. I knew it all the time. Oh, you can't know how glad I am to know that you're all of the international secret police, Mr. Uh, Dunlap. Uh, Barney Dunlap. But just call me Barney. And Earl is Speed, and Mr. Dorsey is... Clint Barlow. He's the best man in the secret police. And you're all on the trail of the octopus. That's the general idea. Fate must have had a hand in this. I need your help so desperately in my fight against that criminal and his band. Wait. Someone's coming. Oh, why, it's Speed and Clint. Wonder why they're down here. They were questioning the aviator, weren't they? Yeah. Maybe they got all they wanted out of him. Hi, Clint. Speed. Hi, Barney. You all right? Of course I'm all right. What makes you think any different? Oh, Miss Winfield and Jean, you better go back to the hotel. It uh, isn't safe being out in the night. What do you mean, not safe? With a secret policeman to protect him? Now, Barney, Splinters has disappeared. Huh? But you was with him. Yeah, we were with him. But somebody threw a rock through our room window. And while we were trying to see who did it, Splinters disappeared. You let that old trick fool you, huh? Mm, Yes, I made the mistake of thinking that we had the only octopus operator on Wake Island in our room. Oh, he's terrible. His power is everywhere. That's why we came down here to see if the plane was all right, Barney. And that's why I also advise you to return to the hotel, Miss Winfield. But, Mr. Barlow, first, now that I know who you really are, I must tell you something. Something about my interest in the octopus. Oh, very well. Oh, Speed, uh, you stay by the plane with Jean. Barney and I will go over here with Miss Winfield. Okay, Clint. I'm going to see if I can get anything on this short wave set. Can I listen to Speed? Yeah, as soon as I raise anything. Why are we going over here? Well, I'm not taking any chances. I haven't fully investigated the plane yet. I... Don't know what it conceals. Perhaps a microphone which would carry whatever we say right into the den of the octopus. Oh, I'm afraid. Oh, none to be afraid of, Miss Winfield. Not with us along. Oh, thank you, Barney. But my fear isn't for myself, it's for Jean. I can't rest until she's safe with her father in Hong Kong. Uh, what is Mr. Kingsley's profession? He's a physician, but he's so close to the Chinese and so well-liked that he dabbles in the diplomatic service, too. Uh-huh. I remember you telling us that before, before our interests were so involved. And before you told us that you were seeking the octopus. Yes. You see, my brother came to China three years ago. He was an engineer, was going to work with an oil company which had planned surveys in Tibet. Mm, Yes. At first, his letters were full of enthusiasm about his work. And then something else crept in. Nothing he actually wrote, but something that I could read between the lines. About his work? No, about someone he had met. Someone very influential. I kept asking about his engineering work, how plans were progressing and so forth, but he seemed to evade it. His letters became more scarce, and and then... Then I received the last one. Yes, go on. He spoke very plainly. Evidently, he wrote it in terrible fear of something. He said that if I never should hear from him again, it was because of the octopus, a criminal who had gotten him so under his power that... He could not escape without disgracing me in our name. Oh, I was desperate. I wrote begging him to seek aid from the police, anything to save himself. But I never heard from him again. And now you're going to Hong Kong to look for him, huh? Yes. I must learn what has happened to him. 
This uncertainty is terrible. But how do you know where to look, Miss Marcia? But he gave me directions in his letter. Uh, what's that? Directions? Yes. He said that the headquarters of the octopus smuggling activities were in Hong Kong and drew a map of the streets leading to it. Half of that map is blurred as if water had made the ink run. Where's the map? I have it in my hotel room, hidden safely. Uh, will you give it to us, Miss uh, Marcia? I mean a copy of it. Yes, of course. Uh, let's get it right now, then. I'd like to study it, and then cable Chief Riley what we've learned. You've given us the first workable clue to the whereabouts of the octopus. Clint, Barney, come here, quick. What's up, kid? He's got something on the radio. Uh, let's get over there, then. He may really have something important. That short wave set has a wavelength that can not only pick up the usual amateur and ship signals, but ultra-high frequency as well. Listen, Clint. Here, I'll take your phones off and tune it up so y'all can hear it. Suffering wangdoodles. What have you stirred up, Speed? I know. I just, just opened it up to where I was set and this noise started. Listen, listen now. Calling Clint Barlow, Barney Dunlap, Speed Gibson. It's us. Hey, pipe down. I am the octopus. Oh. When you land in China, you will find my tentacles everywhere. I guarantee you... Absolute failure. Turn back while there is yet time. Oh, Marshal. Oh, hush, hush, darling. This warning includes Marsha Winfield. And this is my last warning. Here are my orders. Take this plane out on the lagoon. Set it afire. Hands off, Barlow. That goes for the plane and everything else. Don't let him get away. If we can just locate his transmitter, we've got him. I can't, Barney. He didn't give any call letters. We haven't got a thing to go on. Oh, we can't get away from the octopus. He seems to be everywhere. He knows everything we're doing. Yes, that's what I can't figure out. How did the octopus know we were down here at his plane to get that broadcast? Say, that's right. He came on the air right after I started fooling with that set. Well, uh, uh, maybe we'd better burn the plane like he said, huh? Burn it? <laughs> Say, we've got him worried, Barney. Otherwise, he wouldn't be giving us all those warnings. That isn't his way. All right. So we've got him worried. Now what? Now, you're going to fly this bullet plane to Hong Kong. Me fly that? Yes. We're going to need a plane like this. Fast. Plenty of gasoline capacity. We'll fill her up tonight, and you take off when the clipper does at dawn. Thank <laughs> you.